Stonecutters Podcast. Aaron Hankins. Will Catley. In the building. In the building. (laughs) Views expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of our employers past, present, or in the future. I love that. I love that. So no one can sue us because this is our ideas. No one one has put us up to this. (laughs) Yes. And if we say anything that offends anyone, it doesn't reflect upon the the people that may want to hire us. For, for whatever kind of gigs they want to hire us for, so. You know, let's talk about that though. Because you, you said something that it just made me think about council culture. Like when it comes to freedom of speech and freedom of expression, like in the day and time that we live in right now, you can't say certain things. If it doesn't go with the majority, then you're canceled. How do you feel about that? Hmm. How do I feel about that? Oh man, that's like such a twisted question because I feel that if things aren't equal, that mm-hmm. I, I want things to be leveled. I want, I want the, the playing field to be equal for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But when you do that, that's all justice and there's no, um, there, there's no rehabilitation you know, mm-hmm. like you, you, you can either execute somebody and, and, and put them into exile and never see them again and cancel them, or you can acknowledge what they say, tell them that it's bad, and then work towards rehabilitating the person, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on the severity of it, like there is no rehabilitation. Like, so somebody like Bill Cosby, like he was canceled, he's not coming back. The Weinstein dude, he's canceled, he's not coming back. But then mm-hmm. there's other people like they tried to cancel Kevin, but Kevin kind of came back because of the severity, because of how long ago it was, because of the the things that, that he did to kind of make up for it. Um, I don't know. I, we don't have a, we don't have a an accurate method of disciplining people or mm-hmm. like there's there's no there's no avenue that we have right now. And because we're so connected through social media, through digital things, it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I show you that I don't want to support you anymore? So I just unplug you or I find ways to remove you from YouTube and streaming services so that you don't get paid anymore. And that's not, that's like, like to think about Cosby, like you're like, yeah, cancel culture is good. We got rid of Bill Cosby, but we affected the lives and careers of 50 to 100 other people that were on the show that didn't have anything to do with with the actions that that build it outside of work so it's like how do the how do those people how do they reconcile and how do they like you, it's you know like there's no and we don't have like this middle ground it's like nope you're done you're out we're cutting you off you're never going to be able to to work in this town ever again or you're, you're not going to be able to work in this industry ever again it's like i don't yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because one minute you're on top, the next minute they cancel you. You know what I mean? And um, I think there has to be a measuring stick. You know what I mean? Because no one is without sin, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to make a mistake. Everybody's going to do something in their lives that they're not proud of, you know, whether past, present or future. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can't put every situation in one box. 
But what happens if I express myself and you disagree with me and then you cancel me? Well, there's only one reaction. It's like mm -hmm. we, we're saying that you can have a, a multitude of different severities of instances, but mm -hmm. there's really only one output and the one output is cancel. It's like, yes. you know what I'm saying? So there needs to be more than just this one specific output. Right, exactly. And I think too, you know, um, well, I guess in, the, in your type of mind, you know what I'm saying? As we just pivot on this conversation for a second, as, as in your type of mind, what would you want to implement? What will be a better system? You know, you come up with these different systems. What is a better system, one, to rehabilitate someone? Or where is there an output of forgiveness? Where is there, okay, this guy did, did this. He's not willing to acknowledge what his wrongdoings were. Or this woman did this. She's not willing to acknowledge what her wrongdoings were. Like, where, where did these categories fit? you know, into the mainstream media, I guess I would say that. Like even either media or even something like, like the United Nations, there needs to be, or, or what I would, what I would suggest is some sort of a system where everyone who has a voice or needs a voice is able to speak up in a room. And if, and if somebody that's in a prominent place in our society makes a mistake, then that person's mistake is judged in within this room, the severity of it, the outcome, what 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 what'll happen to that person. It's judged in a room of peers. It's like the UN is, you know, things are brought before before the UN because it's 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 bringing it uh, in front of all of the different nations. So if mm -hmm. somebody so if somebody said something that was insulting to a certain culture or a certain type of people then those actions we brought in front of a group of everyone just making sure that the people that they offended were also in that group so whatever the outcome they say okay this person is going to do community service they're going to donate they're going to they're going to get a part of this rehabilitation program and the the the, the, the marginalized group since they've been a part of the of everything Yes, I agree with this. And it's it's kind of like it's hard to say that you know totally because like there's always going to be offshoots and people that are like, "Well, I don't really believe with that or I don't believe with this, but it's a start." And it's mm -hmm. and it's it's a it's a it's one of those steps where we actually get people together from diverse backgrounds and we talk about things that like, "Hey, this person was a womanizer. This person d took advantage of people financially." Like, how do mm -hmm. we, how do we, how do we reconcile with that? Like, is this person, are we, are we able to work with this person again? Like, you know, like th there has to, at some point you have to, you have to be able to um, forgive, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's basically like needs to be a bridge of help, especially if someone's willing to walk across the bridge. Absolutely. But even the, the bridge is going to meet the person where they're at. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, and it's to whatever the situation or situations are, if they're being discussed with a, within a larger, con a larger group of people, mm -hmm. right? Those people can rationalize the decisions. They can talk about things in such a way that makes it so that the entirety of the group that they're around understands it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, 
That's a that's a really interesting question, Will, to start the show off with. I know, right? I know. Yeah, I don't know why it went there. You said something that made me think of that. And then, you know, something that I think about all the time. You know, it's like, man, you know, I'm the type of cat that, you know, I grew up singing the Pledge of Allegiance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the guy that was on the PA system. You know, Pledge of Allegiance to the fag, United States of America, to the Republic of which it stands, one nation, under God, individual liberty and justice for all. Liberty and justice for all. You know, and I take that liberty of freedom seriously. You know what I mean? Sometimes when I see, you know, some of my peers who have, you know, been connected to the council culture, you know, I feel for that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, a lot of it is not, you're not able to express yourself the way you want to express yourself. You know what I mean? And today it may be some, today it may be you, but tomorrow it may be me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And why I think I sympathize where there needs to be a bridge, you know, in our social media platform to help, you know, transition people back in or just listen, bro. Like that's something that happened 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Or if it happened 10 years ago and I wasn't, you know, found guilty or nothing like that, yo, let me be. You know what I'm saying? Let me create. Let me do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being like, nah, we ain't we ain't banging with her. You know what I'm saying? Or we not we not rocking with Aaron. We not rocking with Will because well, who are you to judge? Or allow the the olive branch. The olive branch, or allow the olive branch. And I think, uh, you know, when everybody takes a look at that, that's why I love that. You know, who who is without sin cast the first stone? I always love that scripture because if you look deep enough inside yourself that stone will be coming right back at you you know what i'm saying but right now everybody's just so trigger happy first thing up you know what i mean boom 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 boom. you know what i mean that's just how ah, you know what i just need to be where i need to be (laughs) what's the best place where i need to be you know i can do what i need to do you know what i'm saying stone cutters podcast Aaron Hankins, Will Catlett. Uh, you can find us at www.stonecutterspodcast.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on all major streaming platforms. You can also check in on YouTube and also find us on there. If you have questions, comments, feedback, you can leave those at www.stonecutters.com. You can send us an email and we answer questions on the show all the time. That email address is stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. Now, mm-hmm. Will, speaking yeah. of which, our feedback, I know that it's it, we're coming up on the end of 2020, and mm-hmm. uh, I posted one of our last episodes. I, I posted it on my Instagram or my social, and I, and I just took a quick look at our ratings. And we've had, we've, we've had you know, I think 60, 65 people have rated the show all five stars. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I just wanted to say that, like, we appreciate the people that listen to our show. We appreciate you going on to iTunes and rating us. You don't have to do that, but it's, um, but it's good to see those kind of things. To know that will something that we've that we started over two years ago is still up and running, is still helping people, is still positive, and it's still creating impact in people's lives. And I just mm-hmm. think that's, I think that's awesome. And I just wanted to call that out. That's dope. You know, as you say, we got our five star rating. I just remember that I didn't put my mic on. 
Well, we hear, we hear you just fine. So if you uh, if you need to put in your microphone, hey, it's it's, it's December thirtieth, twenty twenty. We got one day left in twenty twenty before we move into twenty twenty one. It's okay, Will. There's grace. Mm-hmm. You've got some grace. You don't need a microphone all the time. Nice, nice. <laughs> Speaking of moving into 2021, like, are you a big resolution guy? Do you have goals? Um, do you feel like when you cross into the new year, you left 2020 where it was at? You can fully embrace 2021. Like, um, where are you at on the map of the resolutions? <laughs> I, I think that younger I I took every year as a new challenge and you were there with me in LA when I, when I was doing all the silly challenges I was like okay I'm not going to curse for a year or I'm not going to eat chocolate for a year I'm not going to drink soda for a year I'm not going to I'm not going to eat uh meat for a year and I and I did all those different things and it really it calloused my mind but as I got older I realized that w- what was happening for me was is that I would I would have a skill or a trait that I wanted to incorporate into my life. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just say waking up early. And I knew that it was something that I needed to do, but the Kickstarter always ended up being December 30th, December 31st, January 1st. And I needed to get out of that mindset. So I, it needed to be something that I just incorporated year round and and so so for me probably over the past three or four years i stopped really looking at the beginning of the new year as a time to bring on new tasks and 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 new skills and new traits and just kind of just kind of continue to roll roll with it like the the notebook is just a rolling notebook so whatever was on the last page of 2020 is going to be on the first page of 2021 um with the start of this past year 2020 I probably had a few goals on there but this Mm -hmm. year kind of just taught me that like to write it down and what you start the year with may not be what you end the year with like man back in January all the different things that happened to me and you good bad and indifferent like I don't think we could have predicted it so it's like I kind of want to look at 2021 as just kind of looking at it with a with really just an open open, open arms, open possibility, just sort of accepting what comes moving, moving with it, like having a, having a definite purpose and, and being intentional. Like I'm always going to be intentional. I'm going to stay intentional. And the things that I wanted in 2021 are the things that I wanted to attract into my life. Like they're, they're, they're moving, they're moving this way. So to just make sure to stay positive and keep doing things to to continue to attract the things that I want. So Mm -hmm. I'll flip it on you. Like, are you a New Year's resolution guy? Do you do you like to do you like to set new goals for 2021? How are you gonna hit it? You know, one of my spiritual sons, he <laughs> told me one time, he was like, um, you don't have no goals for the new year. And it hit me like a, a sack of bricks. Cause if you don't have any goals, then you don't have any measure to where you're going in life. You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to hit every single goal. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. And sometimes the goals are just goals that you write down or write something down that don't have any intention behind them. Uh, but I have things that I've written down that I want to reach, you know, but I believe that 2021 is going to be a year of intention like never before. You know, sometimes we're so loose with our time. We're so loose 
with our friendships and our conversations um, and our gift giving, you know what I mean? We're loose with a lot of different things, but with 2020 reminding us that man, life is but a vapor, it's very short. So moving forward, I've took everything that I've learned in 2020 and before. And what's coming to me as we're talking right now is that, Will, you have to be intentional like never before in 2021. When you hug somebody, hug them with all of your being. When you talk to your boy, Aaron, focus, talk to Aaron with all of your being. When you act, act with all of your being. You know, do everything intentional because when it's up, it's up and you transition to another dimension, you know what I mean, or wherever you may go. Uh, for me, you know, I go to be back with the with the father of lights, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, and then, you know, life continues on. You know, I have different different journey. Hopefully I got a, a, a glow in a dark notebook by that time or something crazy. But what I'm saying is that I want our listeners to say, man, yes, I can write a lot of different goals down of what I want to accomplish, which is great. But be intentional. If you're working a job that you know is not benefiting you, you need to be intentional in finding another avenue. You know, if you want to make more money, be intentional about, you know, looking inside of yourself and finding different revenue streams to make more money. You know, whatever it is that you want to do, 2020 didn't tell you anything because so many people lost their lives. So many people bought houses and all kind of other stuff and every great thing happened in that way too. But to be intentional with your time and who you're spending your time with, be intentional in your thoughts and how you're thinking about things and how you're thinking about yourself. You know, if you're like, man, I'm still dealing with the pain from when I was 15. Be intentional about getting therapy or be intentional about taking that burden into prayer. Be intentional about telling somebody about that burden that you've been carrying that you don't want nobody to know. Because when you be intentional and tell somebody, like if I'm carrying something, say, Fences, I'm carrying um, false confidence and I'm saying, and I'm not letting nobody know I'm faking it till I make it. You know, when people come around, I'm acting like I have all the confidence in the world, but I really don't. But if I was open myself up and say, Aaron, I really don't believe in myself. I'm really not, I'm really not as confident as I, I, I think I am, you know? Well, can you help me with this? Even in that, you're letting it go. You're giving the burden away. And then your boys will be like, you know what, Will, I've seen you grinding. I've seen you doing this. I was with you when we was in LA. You know what I mean? You keep showing up. You just got to keep, you know, plugging away at it. And then that breeds, breeds more confidence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So being intentional about what you're carrying, what do you want to let go? What do you want to do? Like the year of 2020, what is the intention? I know but, I said that was um, that came on my heart. And what I what I really got out of that is to be intentional is to take the time. Like how how do you how do you like like I'm trying to look at it from a beginner's mind. Like how do you take time to be intentional about your finances? It's really about taking an extra five minutes. To, to think about where your money is coming from, how quickly it leaves, who you're giving it to, right? Mm -hmm. And that's being intentional about it, right? 
And if you spend five minutes thinking about your money every day, right? Five minutes every day, the end of the week, you've been thinking about your money intentionally for 35 minutes, right? And then then we we multiply it out. And this is just five minutes a day, being intentional about it. So like, because I think that some people may hear the word be intentional and how, how do I really focus and be intentional? And it's really about taking the time to really slow down and think about the who, what, when, where, why, whatever it is, Will, you want to be intentional about your craft, the who, what, when, where, why. I got to go to the gym. I got to eat the right things. I got to sleep the right. I got to, I got to do the accents. I got to read more. I got to, I got to, I got to take in more information for, so that I can, so that I can create the next story. Like this is, this is what being intentional about it's, it's about, it's about giving yourself the time and creating space to do these things. But it's like, I think, I think to, to what you're saying, like being intentional and all these things, it comes back to the notebook and you have to have, you have to create a place for yourself to write your thoughts down and to write your ideas down. And even when you're being intentional and you're focusing on your money, you're going to have ideas. You're going to need to write things down. They need to, they need to go into a notebook, you know, when, Oh, I need, I need to write a note so I can talk to the, to the bank so I can get this direct deposit set up so I can get this, this stocks and this thing set up. You need to have a, you need to have a vehicle to write it down. And the notebook is the vehicle. I love that. Love that. I love the who, what, when, where, and why is because when you talk about money, you want to make more money, but you have to make room for the streams of money to come, to come in. So when you asking yourself the who or the what or the where or the why, now you're investigating in yourself to say, okay, I need to cut this out, or I need to do this, or I need to move this around, or maybe I need to meet with a financial advisor. That's the who, who you need to meet with a financial advisor to show me where I need to be placing my money at. You know, so different things like that allows you to be intentional. But if you have the idea in your mind, today is Wednesday at 9.55. And you say, well, okay, and by 10 o'clock, I'm going to bed because I know that I need to get up by 3 a.m. to pray. I know I need to do my workout by 4. That way I'm up before the baby is up. And then I can spend time with myself and I can read a whole, I could probably finish a whole script by that time and then go back to sleep. See, I'm being intentional with everything that I'm doing. And eventually it becomes second nature. It'll just be a habit. You won't have to think about it as much you just know like okay it's a buddy of mine named James Bland and ever since I ever met James Bland he's always been intentional and we'll be in a place say this whole house so he'll come over to the house and he'll be talking and talking and we're having a good time talking about creative stuff and then he's like all right man I'm out and then you ask be like damn why you just leave it there's nothing else for me to do here I have to go do <laughs> what my next thing is you know what I'm saying like he's intentional. I came here for a certain amount of time. When I've emptied myself, now it's time for me to leave. Because sometimes we stay in places too long than we need to be. Yep. We stay conversations too long than we need to, we need to be in the conversation. Yep. Stay in marriages sometimes too long than we need to be in that. Because we're not intentional about why we're there. 
Now, I'm not saying on the Stonecutters podcast, go divorce your, your person. <laughs> I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is be intentional about why you're there or why you do not want to be there. And then think about what does that affect? How does that affect everything around me? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So when I'm talking to you, that's why I love jumping on these things when we talk, because now I'm like, okay, Will, you got to make sure you're intentional starting now, not waiting till the ball drop. If we're going to watch the ball drop, we don't know what's going on. These days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to be intentional about what we do. So <clears throat> we just passed Christmas. We're, we're in the, I think we're on the third or the fourth day of Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. So uh, what gift did you get for Christmas, Will? I got two pair of Kanye's, some Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about my man, yay. So I had to go get some shoes. But now I understand being intentional is that I need to order, when I'm dealing with Yeezys, I have to order a 10 and a half. Because my 10 had to cut my toenails today because I was squeezing in that 10, you know what I'm saying? It, and it's crazy trying to send the shoes back to wait on a 10 and a half. So I'm about to figure it out. You didn't get Nike, that's the problem. But we're, we're gonna, that situation will be rectified soon enough. Yeah. We'll, 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 fi- <laughs> we'll fix that, That we'll fix that, so. I did, well, I did get some Air Maxes and my baby has some Air Maxes. So, you know, Nike is definitely in there. Cool, Every time cool. I buy Nikes, as, as I think of you, that's just the reason why I buy Nikes. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> because I'm for you to design my shoe that is true to size. It's It shall be. Speak it and it shall be. Yeah. You know, that is true to size. That is super dope. You know, ooh, I can't wait for my shoe. Because actors don't be having, like, dope shoes. You know, I need, like, a killer shoe. I need a shoe that, you know, you can go on the moon with that joint or something. <laughs> you can go to Mars with that joint. <laughs> yes. Actually, yes. we might have to call, like, we have to do a pair that's just like the Mars edition, but it's got to be fire, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. We will We will definitely do that. So, mm-hmm. Will, um, I, I mean, we're at the end of the year. We're resting and relaxing right now. We're recharging. We're refocusing You've been jumping on a lot of different podcasts. You've been you've been doing lives. Like, has there been an overarching message when you've been talking to people and 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 sort of spreading your message? Yeah, man. Um, well, each time is different because I never really know what I'm going to say, but it has to all have the same theme. It's really encouragement, you know, uh, to be the best that you can be. And so many of us dim our lights because we're trying to be everything but ourselves, you know, and that could be your childhood upbringing. That can be someone said something to you. It's crazy how you can hear a thousand positive words, but one negative word, it just sends you off down the rabbit hole, you know? So I've been there. So when I'm speaking, I'm trying to, I'm I'm feeling it, the vibes of everybody. It's like, oh man, this person just needs to be encouraged because you know, if I encourage them, they can be our next Steve Jobs. You know, they can be our next Aaron. They can be this, you know what I mean? So, and when you do that, it kind of reciprocates back. So that's kind of been the underlining 
message that I've been constantly talking about, you know, and I, and the podcast that I do jump on is like, I'm led to, because a lot of times I just, I say, nah, I can't do it. Nah, I can't do it. And one guy was very uh, persistent of trying to get me to do it. <laughs> and when I got onto his podcast, I realized it was just for him. And that's the beauty of it, you know, to be able to speak to him in a way that lets his light shine. You know, I've just always been that. I've been always been that guy. Even as a kid, I will befriend the the person that everybody was joning on because I knew that it was something special about that person that they just couldn't see, but God had allowed me to see it. So I, I see the diamonds so-called in the rough. You know, I see the creatives that people, when they, when they overlook, you know, this person, you know what I mean? I see it. And I think that's a gift that I have to see talent, to see people. Uh, and then my job is to bring the best out of it. And when I'm doing it, I'm bringing the best out of myself, just like for you. When I was going through a rough time, you saw me in my nakedness and said, hey, Will, it's going to be all right. Sometimes people just need to know that it's going to be all right. Will, you going through the fire right now. You like that sword. I would never forget that. It's like it's like the mouth of God was just speaking to me through you because I was going through a tough time. And, and with your words that you said, you know, it's like that sword. You know, you just get you just getting tamed right now. I think that's what you said, something like that. And you know, you just get so you can be as sharp as you need to be for moving forward. So anytime I'm going through a rough patch, I remember that. And it gives me so much confidence to be like, oh man, you just you're just getting shopping right now so that you can cut through everything that you need to cut through. But Will, the people are going to ask, they're going to be like, man, this dude's been in movies. He's on television. He's everywhere. How is he still hitting rough spots? Because from people on the outside looking in, you an award winning, like you everywhere, you dipping with this one and that one, like, are you still hitting rough spots? Yeah, but what does that mean? What does that mean? When I went to Uzo's house in New York, who's won two Emmys, they're in cabinets. They're beautifully in a cabinet, but they're in a cabinet. She's not thinking about the Emmys. You know, but how, how is your life? We still have to deal with life. Oscars are beautiful. Awards are great. But I've won a lot of trophies playing basketball. And eventually those trophies that you really cherish they collect dust. And once you understand that, you want to make sure the trophy, the true trophy, which is yourself, doesn't collect dust. You know what I'm saying? That's what you, that's what's important. And sometimes I was teaching today on the light and never dimming your light. And I was saying that you should never negotiate your light with darkness. But darkness is there to assist you to be the light. Because if there's no darkness, then how does the light shine out of darkness? You know what I'm saying? So when I'm coming and talking to people, I'm saying, hey, listen, you may be going, you may be in chaos right now, mm-hmm. which seems dark. But if you would just take a moment, five minutes to look with inside of yourself, you will realize that you are burning as an amber of light. And that darkness will repel itself so that you can see and move forward. And, but sometimes the darkness is so much, even for me, that I would talk to my brother Aaron. He'd say, hey, brother, remember that, hey, let me throw some more logs on this fire for you. 
you need that. You need to be around people. My dad will always say, birds of a feather flock together. You either change the people around you or change the people around you. It's either one or the other. And I always remember those things that my pops would say to me because it's the truth. You know, who are you going to show up to be in this life? You only get one trip around this sun right now, as we know. So you might as well be the best you. You know, I, I, I've been not me. I know what that's like. That's people pleasing. That's trying to be every, everything to everybody. I can't do that. When am I going to show up and be me? And that's the things that I'm telling folks. Be you. There's nothing wrong with being you. <laughs> and all of your ugliness, all the things that you don't like about yourself, if your eyes are a little this way, your ears like my ear. I got this. This one didn't connect in the womb. It just never connected like this one. <laughs> you know what? It's the way it's supposed to be. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the blemishes because it's a blemish to you, but it may not be a blemish to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, brother. You know, and it's a it's it's a rewarding feeling. But I get that because people see. And that's the thing when we talked about council coaching, we talked about social media, we talked about those things, is that everything can look good on the outside. Doesn't mean that it's good on the inside. Kanye, everything that glitter ain't gold. It's not. So I'm more concerned about the inner man. You know, when I talk to my boy Aaron, when we talk and you look at me when I'm on FaceTime, I can tell that you're looking through me. You cool? I see you climbing the ladder, but are you good? Do you need anything? What's going on? You need those questions because if not, you can get lost in the accolades that mean everything, but they really mean nothing. Mm. Same time. That's this is why Muhammad Ali can tell you, God don't care about no boxing. Care about no Joe Frazier. You don't care about this. It's all an illusion. How is this man? collecting all of these accolades is telling you that it's an illusion because he understands that these things were passed. They will pass away. My, his job is, in, he said, he said, my job is to make sure that I prepare myself to meet God because he understands boxing will be a thing of the past, but who I'm transitioning to become is, is what that matters in life. And I think once we're intentional with that, it's easy to get the awards. Then you can sit up there and hold your Oscar up and say, baby, hey, we did it. You know what I mean? But you, the Oscar doesn't make you, you make the Oscar. Peace. Peace. <laughs> you were just ripping, man. I'm just listening. I'm just like, yeah, man. It's like, ah. <sighs> Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins, Will Catlett. You can find Stonecutters Podcast on all major streaming platforms. If you have questions, comments, feedback you'd like to send us, you can shoot us an email at stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. So, Will, we're coming up on 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember at the beginning of this year when we said that we were going to meet on Wednesdays at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. We were gonna we were gonna do thirty minute episodes. We were gonna keep it intentional, and like what I can tell you, this being the last Wednesday of the year, I'm gonna say that we were successful. I think that 
probably by about the March, April timeframe, I was extremely comfortable with the format, with what we were going to talk about when it was time for us to talk about. We always had something. We were always hitting 30 minutes. It was like, oh man, we should talk for a little longer. It was like, no, let's, let's wait till the next week. You know, you moved this year. I moved this year. We still kept our promises to each other. Like, I, I'm able to just see you on other podcasts, seeing, seeing the, the growth that you've had through all of that. But um, I, I mean, yeah, man, we just been, this is like, uh, I guess, end of year. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a moment to, with everything that's happened in our lives, for us to still get on here, you know, consistently to record podcasts, to put them out there, for people to give us feedback in this year. When, mm-hmm. you know, like being black is a journey, like uh, working in the shadows, like some of the, some of the episodes that we came out with this, this past year, like people hit me up, like, yo, this got me through something like all those different things, man, just makes me, just makes me happy to be a part of this. Like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a better man because of this, like definitely pieces of rock have, 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 have fallen off of me this year, you know, through our discussions and, and through our growth together. So, touche, my brother, touche. Shout out to my man Kendrick too, man. He always calls me and encourages me because he listens. He's a faithful listener to the podcast, and he said, "Man, bro, you don't understand how I needed that, you know." And that's what makes our podcast so unique because we're not trying to reach everybody. We're only trying to reach the people that we're supposed to reach. And I think that's being intentional, you know, because, you you know, like when you when you play ball, you know, you're trying to score before you know the game, like Kobe, you're trying to do everything on the floor. You're trying to play defense, trying to score the ball, you're trying to be the water boy at the same time, you're trying to do everything until you really know, oh, my game is the 15-foot game, the 20-feet game. That's my game. And when you understand that, it allows you to say, okay, this is for somebody. And I think about your daughter. I think about my daughter. You know, when we, God willing, we 60, 70 years old, they may be stuck. You know what they're going to do? They're going to go back and listen. You know, they're going to go back and listen to this retro thing. What is this thing you guys were doing with the iPad and all this and, you know, <laughs> podcasty thing? You know, right now we're teleporting and all that. But let's go back and listen to this history. They're going to go back. And then also, not just them, we can go back and remind ourselves. My dad will only tell me this saying about this one guy. He made all his money, he wrote all these books, and then he lost everything. Then he went back and read the books that he wrote, and he ended up gaining even more than he lost. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that's what we're doing. We're leaving a digital print. So not only for others, but also for ourselves. Absolutely. I feel lighter, brother. You know, I don't know if if it's because I got on this uh, (laughs) little T-shirt that I got on. That's my wife's. You know what I mean? But I just feel good, brother. I feel good. (laughs) We in a good spot, man. We in a good spot. Where uh, do you think that we've? Do you think that we've seen the worst days with the pandemic? Do you think that 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 we're that we've turned the corner? Do you think? January and February, we, we may still be in trouble. Well, um, weeping in the morning may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. I think eventually, you know, 
April-ish, June-ish, we'll probably be getting back to somewhat normal. Um, I mean, now you got you got vaccines out, but then you got the new strand that just don't popped out. You know, um, I think a lot of enough people have have uh, caught the virus to be have somewhat some type of immunity to it. So we'll see how this next one waves in. But hey, you know, that's even more uh, uh, important to be intentional because hey, you just don't know. You just don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? You, if you do get it, you hope that you can get over it. You know, but if not, what did you do with the time that you had? And I think everybody has to look at it that way. You know, what did you do with your time? Mm-hmm. You know, and but I think we're gonna be fine. You know, the humans find a find a way somehow, some way to to move on. You know, but uh, our hearts We're resilient. Yeah, our hearts are, and, and condolences go out to those who uh, may not see twenty twenty one you know, uh, or someone that may be listening to this and may have lost someone due to COVID or due to any something else. You know, uh, we pray that that this podcast will re-energize you, will be a, a safe place, a comfort place, and that you also will take a look at death and see life. Because that's one thing that death reminds us of. It reminds us to live, you know, and like this year, I'm like, man, Today, watching my daughter put the little beads on a string, it's like, you know, you got to cherish those moments. Sometimes you can be so busy with well, what is going to happen. You know, what's going to happen? You know, January 6th, ooh, it's going down. What's going down? Let's see what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got to live your life. And you got to live it loud. Stonecutters podcast. We out.